0: A new Omicron variant is quickly spreading through the United States. A new congressional report finds irregularities with the FDA's accelerated approval for the Alzheimer's drug Aduhelm, And medical bill disputes between payers and providers are overwhelming the resolution system set up following the No Surprises Act. It's Wednesday, January 4th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen all right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new Omicron variant is spreading rapidly throughout the United States. The XBB15 strain accounted for nearly 41% of all new confirmed COVID infections in the country as of December 31st. It has spread rapidly since late November, when it accounted for less than 1% of reported infections, according to CDC surveillance data. The northeastern part of the U.S. has been particularly hard hit with XBB15, accounting for between 72 and 75 percent of all confirmed cases at the end of last week. XBB15 is the result of two BA.2 strains recombining. According to a report published in Cell, the XBB variants, along with the BQ variants, were found to be more immunovasive and more resistant to therapeutic antibody treatments. The report also finds that the Omicron specific bivalent boosters are less effective against these particular strains. It remains to be seen what the trajectory of XBB-related infections could be following the holidays. It was estimated that the number of people expected to travel at the end of 2022 would be closing in on pre-pandemic levels. That's coupled with the low rate of booster vaccinations. So far, only 15% of eligible Americans have received the updated booster. A new report from two House congressional committees finds that the Food and Drug Administration's accelerated approval process for Biogen's Alzheimer's drug Adjahelm was atypical and, quote, rife with irregularities. An 18-month congressional probe found that FDA staff failed to follow the agency's own guidance regarding documenting meetings. According to the report, the FDA and Biogen engaged in at least 115 meetings, calls, and substantive email exchanges over a 12-month period beginning in July 2019. The investigation identified an additional 66 calls and email exchanges that were not memorialized, and the number of informal meetings is unknown since the FDA reportedly lacked a clear record on those interactions. The investigation also found that the FDA and Biogen inappropriately collaborated on a joint briefing document ahead of a meeting of the Peripheral and Central Nervous System Drugs Advisory Committee in November 2020. The report says that the collaboration afforded Biogen advanced insight into the FDA's responses, and the drug maker received direct guidance in drafting its own sections of the document. The FDA granted AgiHelm accelerated approval in June 2021, even after several members of an outside advisory panel ruled against it, citing inconsistencies in the drug's clinical data. AgiHelm's approval led several members of the advisory panel to to resign in protest. The Congressional probe also found in reviewing internal Biogen documents that the drug manufacturer sought to make history when it set the price of Adjehelm at $56,000 per year, and that it estimated that the drug could cost Medicare around $12 billion per year. Due to concerns over the efficacy of Adjahelm, CMS limited coverage eligibility of the drug to beneficiaries who were participating in clinical trials. This report on AGHelm was released as the FDA is currently weighing whether to grant accelerated approval to another experimental Alzheimer's drug manufactured by Biogen and ESI. That drug, known as lecanemab, has reportedly shown promise as an Alzheimer's treatment in Phase 3 clinical trials, but safety concerns remain as the drug was also found to cause brain swelling and bleeding. As of last year, there were an estimated 6.5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's. data from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services finds that the arbitration system set up to address out-of-network billing disputes between insurers and healthcare providers is backlogged due to the number of cases seeking resolution. The Federal Independent Dispute Resolution Process, or IDR, was established by Congress following the implementation of the No Surprises Act. The process allows payers and providers to have their billing disputes evaluated by a third-party arbitrator to determine the out-of-network payment rate. According to CMS, there were more than 90,000 disputes filed during a six-month period between April 15th and September 20th of last year. Previously, federal agencies had estimated that there would only be 17,333 cases submitted through the IDR every year. The agency also notes that it's taking longer to determine the eligibility of disputes than initially expected. According to CMS data, Lafayette, Louisiana-based SCP Health, a physician staffing company, filed the most disputes with more than 28,000 cases submitted to the IDR process, representing 32% of all cases. That's followed by Murray, Utah-based R1 Revenue Cycle Management with 11% of the disputes and Bedford, Massachusetts-based billing company Logix Health with 8%. However, both payers and providers say that the process favors the opposing party. In a statement released in November, payer lobbying group AHIP and the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association argued that the number of arbitration claims filed by providers shows that more needs to be done to prevent what they say is abuse of the IDR system. Whereas the physician lobbying group Texas Medical Association filed its third lawsuit challenging the methodology of how these payments are calculated, arguing that the qualified payment amounts, or Q QPAs are artificially deflated in the current process. This has been Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at gisthealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare Daily Podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.